So in today's episode, Nancy and I talk about manifestation, multi-dimensions. We talk about her new blown out haircut. We talk about my humongous Dunkin' Donut coffee. And um, <laughs> candy corn. Candy corn. <laughs> Stay tuned for more. I think that was awesome. And having you chime in is hilarious. <laughs> we just have to keep doing that. <laughs> Welcome to Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom, a podcast where two friends, Aileen and Nancy, explore and expand beyond what they think they know in order to live a life of freedom. Thank you for joining us. And away we go. Hello. Hello. All is well. <laughs> We're <laughs> a little, <laughs> little flustered getting here and getting it together, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> and we actually both had new adventures. We did. So let's set the intention because yeah. we're like, do you have anything to talk about? I don't know. Do you? Not really. And then we're like, you know what? Let's talk about our adventure in getting here because as always, things are always working out for us. That's right. That's so right. The universe has our back. All right. Intention. Uh, we are channels of love and light and trust and knowing that the universe does have our back. And during our discussion, we intend to hold that space to not only remind us, but put it out in the universe that all is well. And so it is. Great. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Right. So do you want to talk about your um, newness start? coming here? Okay. So, well, yeah, we'll still... We'll do yours the, and we'll do mine, I guess? Yeah. Okay. All right. Because we... we <laughs> See, what's so, wrong with this picture? So wrong with this picture. What is wrong with this picture? So wrong and yet so This vegetarian, right. <laughs> vegan, sugar-free gal will explain. It will all become clear in a moment. So first off, this morning, Aileen said, oh, I'm still on the island running late. She had a letter, all kinds of mishaps and said, I'm going to be running late. I said, OK, well, I'm going to get my hair done. So I'll just come right from there. I'll food shop, whatever. I'll time it. So then I'm, Aileen's texting. She's trying like heck to get there. <laughs> I think driving too fast, probably. Uh -huh. In any case, long story short, I said to my gal, she, my gal said, can I blow dry your hair? You never let me. And I'm like, you know what? I think you can today because mm -hmm. I had a little window. My friend's going to be late. So that's what this is with the hair. Looks so good. different. Trying to make things different. Just looking for a change. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can't change the external circumstances, change what you can change. So anyway, it's fun. I don't normally straighten just because it's so curly and, and I have a very small window where I can straighten it and it's not going to Because finish. of the weather? Yeah, because yeah. of the humidity. So I let her do it. So anyway, so um, Aileen ended great. up getting here early and then I got here late because this. But then Aileen walks up and she's like, hey. And I'm like, what is that in your hand? It was, what is I that? I laughed the entire time. So, yes, so uh, I was leaving Nantucket a little later than I had planned and the dry, you know, did the drive out and I sort of gently, cryptically was like, oh, you know, GPS says I'll be there in two hours, but hmm, I usually get there in an hour and a half, but I didn't really want to risk it. So we changed the meeting time a half hour later than we were going to meet. 
So then as it would be, you know, <laughs> gentle lead say? foot. You think you had a race, were you were a race oh, driver in a Totally had to have been a race driver in a past life. Okay. I don't I'm I one of those people that, <laughs> that on the highway, it's part of my competitive thing. I, you know, who knows, right? We're made up of all these like really magical, crazy, wild aspects. So, oh, I'm one of those people on the highway that I'm driving, but I feel like I have to pass everybody because I got to win. Like, where am I oh winning? Where am I going to win? I, I'm just going so somewhere. Just They're not going to the same place I'm going yeah. to. But I'm one of those people that's like, Okay, you know. yeah. But not the super, super fast ones where you go, oh my God, they're racing with their friend and that's yeah, dangerous. Yeah. Because no friend is out there racing with me, but thank God. So you made it so here So I made early. it here early and I was like kind of doing, um, you know, voice to text with you guys. Okay, I'm getting through the brain tree split right now. I got this. So I got here on time, but was early for the second time we sat. So I thought, I'll just go get um, a mocha. So... I'm not a big coffee drinker, and I don't like straight coffee. I like it with chocolate. I like a mocha. Kind of got in the habit um, a couple years ago when I was going up to Maine a lot. And uh, so I don't know a lot about coffee. My kids are, they've been drinking coffee yeah. since high school. Gabby, I don't it's even an know. art to watch Gabby order her yeah. Dunkin's with one squirt of this and yeah, I sweetened no. that and almond milk. Yeah. No. I, don't so, even, I, don't, I make my own, and it's black, and it's awesome. It's and Hawaiian black dark yeah you're like this awesome. is my thing yeah. and you, so I make it yeah at home um, and then there's one or two places that I go to on Nantucket that I order and also there's one in Vermont too that I order you know specialty coffee places and it's awesome it's great so my daughter loves Dunkin Donuts so I'm walking by like I'm all just walk around it's beautiful out here I'm walking and the first cafe is closed not staffed then the other place I had mocha there before not so great so I see Dunkin' Donuts. I'm gonna do something new, okay. right? Now I grew up with my mom going to Dunkin' Donuts and we had to go in and get her coffee for her okay. all the time. And um, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go into Dunkin' Donuts. And my daughter Megan's always saying it's less expensive and the coffee's good. I'm like, okay. So I'm texting my daughter. I'm like, hey, I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts. First time I'm gonna do an order, you know? And uh, so I go up and I wanted to just say, as I was telling, I just wanted to say, Mocha, Aileen, order this. You know, keep it easy for me, but it doesn't say that. <laughs> so then I'm looking, I'm like, why do I know that? Like, it doesn't say clearly what I think I want. So then I see this frozen chocolate. And then on top of this, on the board, it's like, oh, add-ins. And I see espresso. And so I remember that my daughters have said to me, you, you know, if you go to a regular coffee place, you have to ask for this. But if you go to this place, then they usually put in two shots of espresso. Like, okay, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'll get the frozen chocolate drink with two shots of espresso. And I'm always thinking that's like a large one. So I order the frozen chocolate. And I say, and two, and I'm so proud, and two shots of espresso. Mm -hmm. And then he says, well, what size? And I'm like, oh. Like, I, I don't think I want it like this. I mean, I think I, I think mm -hmm. I, I said I, um, I, I get large, I guess. You know, I'm thinking, you know, because I have like a caffeine thing a little bit. So then everything's good. Then they tell me it's like $8 and they feel really bad. They're like, wow, that's really expensive. And, you know, I think it's because the espresso, like shots of espresso. And I'm like, it's cool. It's like, it's cool. So then the young man who's making it, I hear him, he's kind of panicking behind. He's like, we have no chocolate. We have no chocolate. And I'm thinking, is he talking about, he's got to be talking about my drink because I'm the only one in here. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. 
<laughs> but who's he what's happening? Oh, but I'm going to act like... Code red, code red. Right, totally. It's like a dentist. But I'm going to be like, you know what? He's working it out. I don't want to interfere. He's like trying to figure it out with his buddy. What are they going to do? They both feel bad that I've spent $8 at a Dunkin' Donuts yeah. for something. So then he comes out through those like, you know, doors and he just says, we don't have any chocolate. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, well, what else can I make? And I'm like, well, honestly, I just... All I can tell you is I don't straight, like straight coffee. It has to have chocolate in it. That's all I know. That's all I can yeah. tell you. So then he gets, he gets, this is like, for me, this is insane. So this is like, look, this, I've it's never like had, it, I've never had anything this big <laughs> unless it was like a kale smoothie that I made <laughs> that makes me go like this the whole time I drink it, but I drink it anyway. So, so he's got, the, and I see him and he's, pushing a pump and I'm like oh what is he putting in there and it's some chocolate sauce and he's he's going I'm gonna put some extra chocolate in there I'm like okay man whatever right and so then he's like he's like well do you like this and I could do a macchiato and I could do this I'm like okay all I want to say is if it's chocolate and coffee that's all I'm looking for so then he says have you ever had this vanilla bean latte or what? that's I don't know what it's really called I was like no don't know he goes I can make that and add in chocolate. I go, that seems like that would match the criteria. So then, and he was so cute and so sweet and so earnest. And I said, man, you go for it. You just do it. You, I trust you. Just go crazy. Just throw in it there. Just do what you want. Use your creativity. And so I could see his energy, you know. And you're doing energy work on the dude. Here's a little, you go in for a cup of coffee. He's not on your table, but you're basically doing energy work by directing your attention to him and, and encouraging his creativity. Yeah, yeah, I was really excited for him because yeah. I, I was like, this could be this kid's moment, you know, this young man's moment to just like, I'm, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was just like, do it, like be an artist, yeah. you know, yeah. just get out your paintbrush, yeah. get out your pumps and your yeah. coffees and whatever you're doing back there. Awesome. So then um, he's saying, well, I don't know how it'll be. If it doesn't taste good, I'll make something else for you. Like, okay. And then I hear, and he's putting on the whipped cream. Whipped I'm going, cream. Oh, oh, the non-dairy girl. Right. Oh. I'm like, in all of this, I forgot to like, like there was yeah. so much happening. Yeah. So I'm like, just, it doesn't matter. Like, again, do, do the least amount of harm. Yeah. You know, like, that's sort of the motto. Yeah. So he comes out and he's so happy. I imagine this is like up to here with the cream coming out. <laughs> and he's like, this is his heart. This is this oh. young man. And he puts it on the counter and he kind of like does this. <laughs> I go, that looks amazing. Meanwhile, I'm like, that thing is, what is yeah. happening? <laughs> and then some other people came in, so he had to, weight on them and I took a sip you know I'm like I'm holding this huge to me it feels like it's this big like one of those fake you know big <laughs> bottles of something and I'm like that's really sweet and I was like well I taste the chocolate I taste all this stuff and I just knew I could just feel it he was just kind of waiting you know was he gonna have to come help me again was I gonna be mad like what was gonna happen and then I just said, hey, man, I just want to tell you. I go, that is amazing. It was so good. I go, really hit my sweet tooth. And then I could see him look over, and he's, like, smiling, and he's starting to, like, kind of blush a little Cute. bit because there's other people that are ordering. And I said, I don't think I'm going to, like, have any Halloween candy this year because you just nailed it for me, you know. And he laughed, and I walked out of there, and then I was laughing because I'm like, when have I? Never in my entire life would I ever be holding something like yeah. this. Yeah. Not offensive to anyone else. It's just like not my bag. <laughs> but it was such a great experience. So this whole thing about you, like the timing where we're like, we planned for 1230. Then I was like, oh, no, I, you know, by the time I get off the boat and get on the road and get my, uh, 
one might be safer and you're like okay then I'll do this so you're having this moment where she's like do you have time for me to blow your hair out I really want to blow your hair out and it did yeah. and then I got here early and then I had time to have this amazing experience with this young man which is perfect just again timing as always with us um, right was listening to cry on uh, as I was puttering around this morning and he was he talks about um, this character he uses parables because stories are a great way to explain things and he was talking about this character that he calls Wu and the gist of the parable was Wu wanted to get away from his boss so he wanted to be promoted to the second floor and so he's talking to his guides in his sleep saying promote me I want to go to the second floor I want to go to the second floor and the guys or I just want to get away from my boss I want to be at the second floor and so he goes to sleep he's talking to his guides in his sleep and the guys are like well you just have to say so so mm. get in the elevator and you know push the button and he gets in the elevator pushes the button and it won't go to the second floor in this parable yeah so then he goes to sleep and he goes you guys told me and I really want to go to the second floor and they go no tell us what you really want and he's like I really oh, want nice. to be away from my boss so they okay next day go in the elevator pushes the button it doesn't go to the second floor but the door opens and there's something going on in his office and it's a celebration his boss got promoted and is going to the second floor and Wu is taking the boss's position oh, cool. on the first. So, ah, so, and I screwed story. up the story. I'm sure I didn't get accurate, but the gist is. Yes, right, right, I get it. Don't be so specific uh -huh. or so sold on the outcome. Trust that your team knows what's best for you. Mm -hmm. And I think I might have even said this last week or the week before when one of my kids were like, well, I want this, I want this. And I had said to them, what you want and what you need may not always be the same thing. So if you have to have some trust that the universe knows what it is you really need, and it will usually be what you want. Mm -hmm. But letting go of the specific outcome. So that exactly. was the gist of it, letting go of the outcome. That makes me think too, I love that story. It, it brought up for me a story that happened to this young man once where um, it's about intention and knowing what our intention is. Because sometimes we have intentions and that was, to me, what came from the story. We have an intention that we don't cognitively realize is really the intention. So yeah. we think it's supposed to be a certain way. So this young man who um, was really upset, it's a true story, he was really upset because he didn't get into Harvard. And all of his friends were going to like Harvard and Princeton and yeah, and he was like, why? And he was really angry. So I said, well, I knew enough to, and he got into this great school. Um, and so anyway, I said, well, was your intention when you were applying for schools to go to an Ivy League school? He said, no. I said, was your intention to be with your friends? He said, no. I said, well, what was your intention? He said, well, my intention was I wanted to go to a school where I could create some technology that could help people's lives get better. And I looked at him and I said, you know that's the school you got accepted <laughs> to, right? And then he looked at me. And he was like, oh, you know, because he had gotten distracted because people had said to him, well, because he applied to Harvard and applied, and they were like, you'll definitely get into Harvard. So he got so distracted because his other friends were like, we got into the Harvard and oh, you didn't get in, that's weird. And like the whole intention got lost right. in this ego dance. And then of course he ended up going, loved it, got to do so much and 
started doing the tech, what he really wanted to do. Yeah. So we yeah. forget what our intention is when, when we get society, distracted by yeah, stuff. Yeah, when yeah. society, not inflicts it, but you, can, you observe and then you become caught up in the observation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I totally see that. So yeah, so who knew? <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, our intention was to get here at 12.30 today. <laughs> it actually was for me to get my hair blown out and you <laughs> to boost the coffee barista boys. Yes. Do some energy work on the coffee dude. And the other thing <laughs> I like to say about things like that, too, is because there are multiple dimensions and past lives and parallel lives and karmic balancing, which I don't see karmic balancing as punishment all, at all. I just want to clarify to me. Karmic balancing is when you have two people, or more, but let's say two people, and the energy between them is nice and smooth, but then one person does something and then it gets all like weird, okay. then you just want to bring it back to smooth, right? And so there's a sense that we can do that over lifetimes. So sometimes when something seems weird or wonky, I think, you know what, this could be, I'm just gonna let this go, that this is a past life thing that I'm supposed mm -hmm. to, that I'm supposed to deal with. So yeah, it could be in this moment with this young man, the whole experience, or you know what, who knows, maybe in a past life or a parallel life, I super complained to him and I was out of control at a restaurant when he brought me something and now I get to like balance it. Yeah. You know, it's know. sort of like, it's like there's so many yeah, don't read options. Into it, but being present in the moment and enjoying the moment. You were talking about uh, dimensionality. Also, this mm -hmm. week also another interesting lecture I was listening to is Unseen Seraph and she was talking about how to jump dimensions. And so basically you're jumping dimensions all the time, all day, almost at every moment. Her thought was every time there's a decision point, then you're splitting off into a dimension. Or mm -hmm. you said Dolores Cannon would say one of you goes here, one goes here. It's this concept of dimensionality is very dif difficult for linear people right. to grasp. But in any case, this gal was trying to talk about how to jump dimension. This concept is to look at previous things. It's not revisioning, which is another technique, which is say there's a circumstance that happened, you don't like it. You then, you write it down, <coughs> and then you write it down the way you want. That's right. revisioning. What this gal was proposing is you write down the circumstance. Instead, you change your perspective. And so instead, you're not doing revisioning, but you are changing your perspective of what might have historically happened. And as such, now you're on a new you're on a new path now. Exactly. And so. it just ra it raises the vibration, which is sort of what we talk about. Now, in dimensions, the interesting thing, and I think people don't think about the fact that physicists can almost come to fisticuffs over stuff. I mean, physicists can be really like, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. intense. Um, so it's pretty amazing that the majority are in a level of agreement that there is between 11 and 13 dimensions. Kyan says even more, but if you can even get them to agree on that. That's what I'm right. saying. When you so were talking scientists. about physicists fighting, in my mind, I'm looking at them like having slide rule duels. It's <laughs> brutal, like, man. It is brutal. Those guys can be tough. Right? They're tough, man. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Cute. so that's a pretty cool thing about dimensions. And the way I like to think about dimensions, especially for the linear, how do you do it? Difficult is concept to grasp. If you go into, um, usually it's like a dressing room, right? In a um, and, and they have like that three-way mirror. You know, it's like the mirror's here and then there's the signs. But yes. if you look, you can see a bunch of you. Yes. That's how you can just think of dimensions. Okay. So okay. there's a bunch of you. Okay. And so that's why, you know, the whole past life thing, like I used to sort of clearly be like, oh, this is a past life. But then it's like, well, 
parallel life, past life. Then you have to think, well, what is time? Well, then, oh God, there's another. Then you can't even say, well, yeah, is it yeah, past yeah. life? So, yeah. so what I say when I wor I'm working on somebody, if I see something that I will say is a past life because it has a different kind of nuanced energy to it, and the clothing, the scenes are what we perceive as a past life that we may have read in history books or seen in movies, you know. I will say this is a past life um, memory or past life that you had that I can see. And um, over the years, having been a skeptic myself, and you and I have talked about the importance of being skeptics, mm -hmm. if I didn't have this happen consistently for 27 years, I probably wouldn't believe it. I wouldn't be able to grasp it. Uh, but it's pretty amazing to consistently see or perceive um, people in these experiences that, again, I might say is a past life, and then to have them say, oh my gosh, I am, you know, I've been obsessed with going to that place for years, or that explains that relationship with that person, or, you know, yeah. it's, yeah, it's incredible. You, it is incredible, and it's incredible, too, if you use it in that circumstance as, oh, what an interesting observation. It doesn't have to define me. Like Cryon exactly. says, you may have an aversion to water. You have no reason to have an aversion to water. Right. And he said, you know, most likely then you might have drowned mm -hmm. in multiple past lives. But that doesn't mean then you still have to carry that Exa aversion. Yes. It doesn't define right. you. It can't explain why you have some tendencies toward or aversions away from things, but mm -hmm. it doesn't need to define you. Totally. And I say this to people too. I'll say, that was then, this is now. So we'll honor then, yeah. and you can do this healing, and you can let it go, yeah. and this is now. Yeah. Uh, and I also say the, to the flip side, the other side of that, not the flip side, but oftentimes people will meet people, and it can get tricky if one per, if you're in a committed relationship and you meet someone else who's mm -hmm. in a committed relationship or not or whatever, and it looks like Bleh. So I always say to people, don't blow your family up yet. Don't blow your life up yet. Yeah. Because there could be a karmic balancing. There, there could be a reason that you've come back together and maybe just to check to make sure you're okay. Yeah. Or you owed that person something. Or you know they yeah. were the love of your life in Italy in 11, yeah. you know, yep. 27. But don't blow up your life because it's the other thing. It's like, just, I try to say, just know that that person is a kindred spirit is what right. I call it. Because I feel like we need to have some way to say this is really significant yes. because it is significant and I want to support and honor that this is significant and I understand the depth that it feels real but yeah on but in that dimension in, in that, that story yeah. you have we're focused on this timeline and you're married to this person with this family so maybe don't blow it up yet yes because this yeah. might only be yeah. for a little period to do this and Cryon says now more than ever with the energy being where it is in the space that it is, mm -hmm. that karma and the Akash. So there used to be, when we were, I was first learning this mm -hmm. stuff 15 years ago, there was, you kind of had your roadmap with the Akash and the karma police were there. So if you did something, it's coming back. But it's not, he said, now the Akash and karma are no longer, you're not beholden to them. It's, mm -hmm. You are now, and there's so much power in this now. There's so Absolutely. much power in this now more than there has ever been totally. in a now mm -hmm. on any planet at yeah. any given time that it's make your choice, set your intention, and then trust and surrender. That's the scary part. Mm -hmm. That's the scary part. Like, 
Okay, gonna trust that they're gonna hook me up. Because it's just a void. Because you're like, I'm trusting in a I'm void. Trusting. And then there's your human survival instincts <laughs> yes. that I need to take care of myself. And so to let go is a bit scary. Yeah, yeah. It can be scary. But that's, but those who have mastered it, that's how they do it. So the best book on energy work, and I, I'm sure I've said this before, is Harold and the Purple Crayon. That is so funny. Harold and the Purple Crayon, if you want to invest in anything, it's probably like We $5. always had that. Oh my God, yeah. we loved it. The kids, we always had. And then my Think pediatrician was friends with the artist. It was like so cool. Isn't yeah. it great? Yeah. So Harold and the Purple Crayon, the whole premise in the first book, he has his purple crayon. And by the way, purple is spirit mystic. chakra. Yeah. yeah. And mystic, mystic and the power and your, per, you know, the crystals and all that. Yeah. So yeah. what he does, and the book is about him drawing everything. He draws the path. The nothing. He draws it, then he's hungry, so he draws the pies. Mm. Then he draws the company, and he draws the scary monsters. And the part I love the most, there's two parts where he draws himself into a dangerous situation. Mm. So he, he's drawing, and he falls off the cliff, you know, but then he draws, he quickly, you know, draws a hot air balloon around himself so he can float. Another one, he falls into the water. He's scared of these things, and he goes into the water, and then he draws himself a boat. Love it. And that's I like why it when he draws himself into bed with the blanket yes! at the end of the book. Right? Yeah. yeah. He, that is the best and really only energy book you ever need is Harold and the Purple You know, when you Grand. started, the best energy book, and here I am going, who's she going to call? <laughs> what, what master? <laughs> what quantum master is she going to call? Harold and the Purple Crayon. Didn't see that one coming. I know. Didn't, didn't see it coming. That's just uh, keeping it simple. That's true. It's all in the imagination. Yeah. Gabriella Bella, where are we at, sunshine? Guys are about 20 minutes. 20 minutes. <laughs> you we're usually do 25. You're usually close to 25. I know, minutes. but you know what? I'm editing the past two, and we are way out. We're like at 40, 45. We just love to get. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. The last one, the one I'm working on now, I'm like, oh. oh, do I cut out this juicy stuff, or do I just let... Nancy, well, she's like, Nancy puts all the time and she does all the editing. We've I like to that play before. with the technology. I'm and learning. Really I'm learning. That. You'll see the little blips in it. I'm learning it. But it's yeah. fun. I like the technology. I do appreciate that. So, all right. Well, so let's think about then. Do we have any lessons that we want to uh, encapsulate for today? Yeah, I think that if we open up and consider and choose to believe that everything is way bigger than we can know, mm -hmm. right? And then we match our language to that. So to the piece about talking about... Yeah, what do you mean language match the language to that? Yeah. So oftentimes I will say when someone says, oh, I haven't done that or I can't do that or that hasn't happened. And I'll always say, yet <laughs> okay. it happened, has, you know, because when we, yeah. you know, end it like that, we're limiting ourselves. Yes. And we don't know. Yes. Right? It hasn't yes. happened yet. Like, when I was, so, it, so for example, at Dunkin' Donuts Day, right? I could have been really invested and attached to, this has to be just a mocha, and then I could have left. Or then I could have been like, this has to only be this frozen chocolate and espresso. And I would have left. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, oh, yet the kind of yet the like allowing it to continue on allowing it to I continue on movement is so important i mean movement yeah. is all the time but yeah. we're the ones that stop the movement or we stop the narrative or we stop the story or you limit we limit the story yes right because you might want to be at 
this particular university, but you're at this other university yes. that gave you a fellowship and that you've now joined these clubs, which you wouldn't have. So we limit ourselves. The universe might have something more grand in right. mind. Yes. But with our very specific outcome, we limit it. Because I think so. our, you know, our ego can come in and chomp down yeah. on it as opposed to the, the alchemist, you know, the great line in there, which is you know, when you know your heart's desire, when you know your, your treasure, when you know it, the entire universe will conspire to make it so. Love it. And that also a good exercise that might be worthwhile. Mm -hmm. So love that. So first tip is if you're not getting what you want and you're working really hard and you add yet mm -hmm. to it, but it might be worth revisiting that thing that you think you want because maybe it is not what you want. Mm -hmm. it's, it might be something akin to it, but more general. So mm -hmm. as you sit down and you do kind of write your intentions and instead of being specific with it, really give it some thought and really think on because what you want might not actually be mm -hmm. what it is you think you want. Yeah, and I, so and some I love introspection on that think because we have this ego thinking brain and it can be and often is in complete contrast to our soul heart intention mm -hmm. so the universe sometimes it doesn't come to because the universe is like well, well wait yeah, we're gonna start oh, no, but we're not but then split we're gonna no, no, no. Yeah. oh i posted this, i posted this thing the other day it was funny where um my sister and i have this funny thing with candy corn okay and at I this time this of the post. year yeah, yeah this time of the year we're always like, I get the candy corn first, you know, and it happens to each one of us where we take that first, like, you know, five pieces all yeah. at once. And then it's like, <coughs> like the yeah. sugar makes yeah. us cough. Yeah. But then we're like, oh, okay, that's over now. We can eat more candy corn. And then now my Aunt Rose has jumped in on it because she, she loves um, candy corn too. So this year, I, uh, my sister sent me a thing that was like, what? It was an article about candy corn recall. And I was like, oh, what, what? Are we not doing candy corn this year? Like, what's yeah. up with the candy corn? So then I was in Stop and Shop on Nantucket, and I thought, oh, if they have candy corn, I'm getting it. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to take a picture. I won the race. I yeah. ate the candy, the candy corn first. So I go into the aisle. I'm staring at the candy corn, but I had started this digestive cleanse, and I was like, oh, like I don't want to put yeah. that sugar in, and I just yeah. did this cleanse, but it's only been three days, so it's okay. Like I sat with it for a while, and then I went, nope, I'm going to let go of the candy corn. And then as I showed you, I've been looking before, like, stevia leaves in the baking section and there's this huge gap of nothing on the shelf but one bag of candy corn <laughs> and then i was like no i'm turning i don't universe time out no i don't want the candy corn anymore and then i get through the store and i'm checking out and as i'm leaving the checkout um self-checkout the person that's at the counter there you know that has their own little section i look i'm like oh, there was another bag of candy corn like Take us with you. You don't know your own strength, girl. <laughs> and I was you like, don't know how no. to turn it off. That's yeah. the thing, too. Yeah. Like in the moment, that happens sometimes. Too. It's okay if we manifest something and then we change our mind. We're like, yeah. no, no. You know what? Thank you. Um, and yeah, no, I'm gonna. But thank you for trying two times to jump in my cart. And get <laughs> cool. and that's, that was the only thing that didn't happen. One didn't just like come flying out of nowhere and land oh, in my oh, cart. Be careful now. Next I time. know. Now I'll we'll send you a picture. Yeah, <laughs> flying candy corns in the air. <laughs> All good. All right. So I think we're good. Wrap it up. Adding the word yet 
if your manifestations haven't come, you can add the word yet. Mm -hmm. And then another thing, you can revisit those manifestations because they might not be what you want. Right. And so then when you get the manifestation, <laughs> you, can you can change your mind. Exactly. Yes. Yes, you yes. can. Doesn't get better than that. <laughs> awesome. And as always, more, more to, to be, be revealed. revealed. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom. Until next time, more to be revealed. <laughs>